Hi, and welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, the king of co-op, Steve Kingsley, and his special guest are going to review a game for you and have a related discussion. And without further ado, here's Steve! Welcome to One Stop Co-op Shop. Steve here again. Hi, everybody. We're back. It's been a while since we did a review, so I thought it'd be kind of fun to do it. Get back into it, the swing things. Sure, yeah. I'm just along for the ride. Exactly. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. So we are here to do a live review. So if you're going to join us, watching us live, you can chime with, with your own opinion and thoughts. We'll put them on screen. We'll have a good chat about it. You guys are so wrong. This game is terrible. <laughs> Why did you say that was the best no. thing ever? No, it's fine. But yeah, so we're going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to do a, a slightly modified format. So what we're going to do is we can go through... Uh, if you're familiar with our channel, we always like to do the, the top five things you need to know about the game. We're going to start with that. Well, sorry, we'll start with the overview of the game first, and then start with the top five things. And then after that, we're going to do uh, have a list of ten breakdown elements of a board game. So that's, that's going to get into the more nuance of it. So if you just want to hear the top five, just hang on tight. We'll go through that pretty quick. After that, if you want to hear more details, you can hang on a lot longer for that as well. And I've got... I can go out of order in the last breakdown as well. If you guys want to talk about something specific, if you happen to be watching live. Okay. What are we reviewing tonight? Terraforming Mars Ares Expedition. So this is a mostly competitive game, to be honest. Yes. But uh, we are going to review the cooperative mode of it because... That's the only mode we've ever played, <laughs> if I'm honest. Like... I did do solo. I did yeah, you solo. play solo, but then it's like yeah. if we play, it's cooperative. Otherwise, I don't know, I would just destroy you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Probably true. Not, no, Probably true. No, no, not, not true. Um, so. But no, we, we much prefer co-op games anyway. So, But yeah. yeah, this is based off a very popular board game called Terraforming Mars. This is Ares Expedition, which they took that board game and made it into a card-based game. Yeah. And so this one has a co-opted mode. Terraforming Mars does not. And the reason that you really got this game was because, again, I'm also a PC player when I get time or I go through like a phase of, oh my gosh, I'm playing a bunch of PC games right now. Um, but uh, Surviving Mars mm -hmm. is one of my big games that I'll play. So he's like, well, maybe Kim will play this one. Let's feed her <laughs> this. So, yeah. Well, my local game. buddy Elijah had the game and let us borrow it. And we, we, uh, we had fun playing it. So we got to copy ourselves and start playing it. But yes. yes. And I did not realize I had co-op mode either. And so, honestly, this one kind of flew past my radar because I assumed it was just solo and competitive. Yeah. But uh, it is technically only two-player cooperative. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've been messing with some ideas how to make it expand more than that, but honestly, it works well two-player. You don't need to play more. Well, we'll get into that. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> we'll enough. get into that. No, but to be truthful, too, we did the 2021 game year-end review, and this was my top game, if memory serves. Mm -hmm. um, but I only played, like, five new games of all last year, so <laughs> my selection was smaller. But I still really, really enjoy this game, the co-op mode, again, specifically. Yeah, so exactly, and we're gonna be focused on it through this review. So if you guys have questions on the other modes, if we're happy around, let us know. But anyway, terraform Mars. What is it? You are working together to terraform Mars. That's what you're trying to do. So you're trying to raise the temperature, uh, oxygen levels, and turn our uh, great oceans on Mars. So you're trying to do those three things, and also generate enough points. So in competitive mode. Uh, the game ends when Mars is terraformed, and you see who has the most points. In cooperative mode, you have to terraform Mars and have more than 80 victory points Combine. by the end combined. 
by the end of 15 rounds? Yes. So you're on a time clock to terraform Mars and hit a victory point threshold. Right. Which, for us, not that easy. (laughs) Maybe we're not that good, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Uh, But yeah, it does play one to four players if you like like, uh, competitive stuff. Um, It's supposed to play around an hour playtime, and I think that's probably about right. Yeah. So, for Mm us. Uh, but yeah, Stronghold Games and everything, so it publishes. it. But anyway, that is the quick overview of the game. It is mm-hmm. a card base. It's a tableau building, I would say. Tableau building where you lay out cards, generate resources, and you use those resources to work other resources to... Resources, resources, and resources. Exactly. Do you want to show the components, or we'll get to that later? Yeah, we will, totally. So, yeah. Okay. But um, we can we'll we'll talk through it as we as we go. But let's jump into as he's awkwardly opened the box. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's like you've never opened a board game box it's, before. It's tight. There, <laughs> so. yeah, jeez. But yeah, you can show the main board uh, real quick. That is that is uh, Mars itself, and so you're gonna have ocean tiles on it, and then trackers going around it to keep track of oxygen levels and temperature. You have to raise temperature. Yep. We both talk about what version of the game this is yeah we'll talk about that so we do we do have the collector's edition but we don't have the promos because i wasn't paying attention when the kickstarter came out but um so let's jump into our top five list so starting with our number five are you okay with there i'm just being weird good enough <laughs> okay. okay so let's jump into our five list so this is the five things you need to know about the game we start with the first one, number five, being component efficiencies, what I called it. And this one yes. is going to be a pro. So what I'm talking about in this game is I thought they did a really good job. There's really not a lot in the box when you open it up. There is a ton of cards, but there's really only three types of cards. And then you have these player boards, which have, um, uh, if you got the collector's edition, there's actually nice um, dual layer boards. But the main thing is you have, as Kim grabs the tokens there, these these uh, cubes. And there's just denominations of 1s, 5s, and 10s. And you use those cubes to to keep track of your resources. And it could be, if it's in your heat track, that's heat sources. We're keeping in the, the, I don't know, leaf track, what is it called? It's leaf. And money. So it's, it's the same components that you use across the board. It makes it really easy to set up and tear down and utilize. You're just throwing everything out, aren't you? I it's stuff. Give me something to okay. do. All right. So yeah, so like you were saying, these boards I really like because when we were using um your buddy's version just to try it out, he mm-hmm. had the what is it like the base like the retail version. Retail version. So it's just a flat mat. But Correct. and Steve's like, oh, we really need to get this nicer one. I'm like, really? But no, he's right because it's so ah. much nicer when it fits in this little nub. Hold on, I'm writing this down on the board. <laughs> yes. I was right on this day. January, what is it, 18th or something? <laughs> 19th. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's very nice, but um, I, I recommend getting this version, but the other one's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, we, we had fun playing that one regardless. So, But yeah, number five, component efficiency. It's really nice that they can like do a lot with a little, what comes down to it. It's, it's good UX, it kind of, you know, jives with you in that sense. Okay, let's keep going. So that's number five. Let's move on to number four. These trays, did this come with the game? That came with the game. That's oh, okay. correct. That's correct. Yep. Good question. Um, okay, so let's go on to number four. We have downtime in this game. Downtime means I have a pro or con. In this case, 
I think it's going to be a pro. I feel like there's, in co-op mode, there's very little downtime in this. Well, kind of. When you have a analysis paralysis moment. Yeah. Yes. But otherwise, you're right, because you're playing, you know, tandem. Right. And, the simultaneous phases. Yeah. So in this game, you do have phase cards, uh, which you will choose what you do. There's a research, there's a production, um, construction. And these cards will give you resources, let you generate resources from existing cards, let you draw more cards, let you play certain types of cards. So depending on what phase you pick, everyone at the table is going to do it. But if you pick that phase, you get an additional bonus. Yes. So the nice thing is, you do these phases in order. So if I pick development, well, guess what? Everyone's doing development at the same time at the table. So there's really no downtime. Other than when you have analysis paralysis, looking at different cards. Yeah. Because, I mean, you can try to... There are so many different strategies that you're trying to figure out. Right. Which path would work for you. Right. Um, so you can think about it long and hard if you really want to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the biggest one is when you're drawing cards for research because you're getting new information in your hand. That's when I felt like there's more most prom, common for downtime. Um, the other time potentially is during production. If you have like a lot of, sometimes if there's a lot of math going on in the game, or a lot of interesting um, nuance in it. I would a lot of math. That's true. You're adding how many resources you have mm -hmm. to pull that number of cubes for production. Yeah. Um, what can take the time is if in your terraforming process, you can build various engines. So like some of right. them you're building farms and then you cards will build off of each other and trigger various events. So you, when you do production, you can go through many different card steps because everything's triggering at once or like the action phase, certain cards will trigger so many actions. So if you're playing a lot of those more complex strategies as opposed to just I'm producing two heat this turn. Right. That can take a little bit more time, but I still don't think it's a problem. Yeah, it's very minuscule, honestly, for downtime. I'm not sure this would change in competitive. I feel like it would be the same. I don't think it'd be very different, because you do the phases <laughs> simultaneously, right? Yes, but in competitive mode, I think I would be like, hurry up. That's <laughs> true, fair then enough. I'm in the competitive science, like mind. Fair enough. But... Okay, that's number four. Let's keep moving on through our list of top ten games here so let's move on to number three so number three what we're we talking about now that is the difficulty so difficulty could be a pro or a con in this game i'm gonna say it's a pro yeah we're challenged enough in this game where i if we lose i'm often not satisfied to the point where it's like we just re-rack yeah. and play immediately right again because it's like no i don't accept this <laughs> we have to try again and we lose a lot um again it might just be us um so yeah. I've but, heard it's difficult for other people as well. Okay, good. So yeah. <sighs> I don't feel so dumb. No, no, no. Um, I think the thing's about right. Yeah. And it is very challenging uh to do it. Like I think we played probably ten or so games before we got our first legit win, I would say. We yeah. had some oh we won, but like oh crap, we made a real yeah. mistake. So we did Steve the game a few times in the sense <laughs> that we didn't play it right and so we won and we're like, Hey, we can't count any of those. Right, right. <laughs> so but uh, I guess this could be a con if you don't like challenging games because this one is is very difficult. Yeah, I do think there are different like corporation like player cards that you could be to mm -hmm. make it easier. Um, but a lot of it also is what cards are you drawing? Are you pulling enough like resource actions to keep drawing your cards if you're running into like a stalemate in your hand? So it's it's very strategic. I do think it would be pretty easy to adjust the difficulty to if you want to house rule it because it really is 
terraform Mars or go through all the tracks and then hit a victory point target. So you could potentially say, you know what, instead of playing the 80 victory points we need to win the game, let's drop it down to 60 or something. Or maybe or give us more go rounds. Go 20 rounds or something like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It'll be pretty easy to tweak if that's, if that's an issue. I honestly don't think it is. I think it's great the way it is, but mm -hmm. something like that. I wouldn't say it's harder than Robinson Crusoe. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. It's challenging, but it's not... Yeah, it, there's hope. There's hope, yeah. <laughs> Though I love Robinson Crusoe for sure. That's a, that's a yes. great game. Okay, let's keep going. Move on to number two. So our number two thing to talk about is cooperation. So is, we're talking about, like, is this going to be a lot of cooperation in the game, a little bit of cooperation in the game? This could be a pretty, pretty big one. And this one is a con. Asterisk. Asterisk? So, what? Yeah, okay. What? It's, I want more cooperation. I'm glad it, there's a competitive mode in this game in the sense that you... Are you saying that the game is cooperative for you and competitive is now a mode? No. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm never going to play competitive mode in this game. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so I want the... I wish the cooperative mode was was more so yeah it's, yes. a, it's a con i'm it's glad fun. that there's a cooperative mode otherwise i wouldn't play this game but right, right. i want more to it so the way that you do the cooperative method in this mode is you can trade cards correct a certain amount of times at the start of the round um and help build each other you know your each other's engines that way but that is really it except for the fact that you're helping each other you know go on up the various heat and oxygen tracks and building your ocean so you're working together in that sense but you're you're still kind of siloed you have the same goal but you're not actively assisting each other generally yes. other than passing a card and the thing is you can only pass a card three times in the game yes which i think you could probably house rule also you could um and that gets to what you were saying where house ruin it so where it's more cooperative like i wish like it could be built so okay if i'm building a farm over here why would you not be able to help contribute to that farm build or the animals or whatever it is that I'm doing um, as opposed to where this is my set of cards and you can't mess with it. Right. So I right. wish there was more interaction in that sense. And I think we tried that out as a house rule where um, if I have a card that says, hey, whenever you um, create, oh yeah, if, if, I'm, if I put microbes down on another card, and I see you've got a card that every microbe I put on there will generate victory points mm -hmm. or some other effect. I can put the microbes on your card, and I don't need to necessarily own a microbe card myself. Correct. So that I don't think that's how it's meant to be played. Honestly, I think that's not part of the rules. It's not how we've been playing it. But yeah, we tried I, it out, and I, yeah. I like that way a lot better. It adds just another layer of cooperation in it. Rules as written, I think the cooperation, it's there. It's good, but it could be better is what it comes down to it. It's, I think it's just barely there. Like, that's fair. I trade a card, and that is it. That's I, fair. I really think that you can up it quite a bit. Yeah. But I still love the game. <laughs> yeah, the game's really fun, so it's it's engaging. I mean, you're you're still collaborating if you're not cooperating, right? You're working to the same goal, so. Yes. But yes, that is uh, number two, a big con. So far, there's been a lot of pros on this, but that definitely is a big, big one for us. Yeah, so I would say, you know... If you're like, oh, this is a great cooperative game, you know, everyone's, you, know, you guys love it. I love it, but it's not super cooperative. So I just want to make agreed. sure that's very clear. Agreed, agreed. Let's move on to number one. And if you know this game, this is probably not a surprise. It is the Project Variety. This is a big, big pro. And, and what Project means specifically is 
in this game, there's a huge deck of cards. It is ginormous. That's the other ones. It's all the other cards. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's trying to grab all the cards. But there's a giant stack of cards, and each one's unique. And yeah, you can see the stack right there. There's a ton of them. Vanna White, okay. There it is. Um, actually, pull a couple out real quick, just so that people can see what we're talking about. But th this is the meat tears of the game. And it'll, they've got different things, like there's development cards, which are green. Uh, the blue ones are construction, reds are events, and they have icons on them. So, like, if I, I need, like, five icons of this type to play this card, and if I have these other resources together, I can drop the cost of the card, because you need money to play every single card in your hand. Uh, they will generate different victory points. There's a lot of different strategies just built into the cards themselves, and that is so fun to see. Ooh, I did a heat engine last time, and you had a really cool combo one night with heat mm -hmm. it was crazy where you were able to like i generated like 11 heat every production or something it was yeah it was a lot so and you're a huge engine builder mm -hmm. fan so like yep, this definitely. is a great great engine building card deck yeah we've been we keep coming back to this one even when we've beaten it we're like oh well we won but let's play again so uh it's been it's been a lot of fun just trying to try mm -hmm. out different cards and the other thing is the there's also corporations so you have a player power as well that changes it up a little bit but then, by and large, that that deck of cards and all the variety in that is a huge, huge selling point for this one big pro. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that is the the top five things you kind of need to know about this game. Uh, I want to transition in our opinion. In our opinions, that's right. <laughs> our opinions. So I want to transition from that into a breakdown of the game itself. Uh, so let's go ahead and move into that aspect here. Um, I transition my stuff here. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so when I look at games, I like I have this list of ten games to kind of think about different aspects of it. And so some of these were already talked about, but I want to dive into them a little more, a little deeper now, and we can pull them off the list as we go through and talk about maybe a little bit of each of these as we go. Okay. So I think the one we can pull out pretty quickly here is difficulty. I think we talked about that one already. Uh, number six. I don't know if there's a whole lot more to say of it. Oh, well, maybe one thing I'll say about it. Like, for us, it brought us brought the game back to the table night after night. We played it, like, every night for... It was the hot streak. Now, that we talked about this in the year-end top game review. Right. Whatever we called that. Right. Um, where you could definitely hit, like, a cooldown point of this game. So, like, mm -hmm. oh, I finally won. And it won't hit the table again because you had that satisfaction. Um, we haven't really hit that i mean i guess it cooled down for a little bit um but that was i think mostly life yeah life so, <laughs> how should luck in um, with gaming <laughs> but i think if you're the type of person that's like challenge 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 success mm -hmm. and then you kind of check the box you you know maybe this this wouldn't hit so much for for that type of player correct yeah if once you hit that challenge difficult level you won you can move on then because really officially that's the only difficulty setting like you can make it harder by like you said, more points or something. Yeah. Um, now, there are various, like you said, there's different corporations. You can try different engines. Um, but it's, The again, difficulty is set, though. The difficulty is set. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll check, check the other one off the list. Um, but you're talking about uh, the... Replayability. Replayability, right. I don't even see that on your list. It is. So, I've got yeah. it listed as internal exploration, external expo exploration. So, fancy terms, I know. So, <laughs> I don't know. Just, just leave. He's new. He's new. New. Uh, new. What you talking about? Anyway, so what we're talking about is internal exploration, meaning 
if the, in a given setup of the game, how much how much variety, how much replay is in a given setup, as opposed to like an external exploration, which if you have like oh this one I'm going to choose a different character or a different player power, right? If I'm playing the same character, same player power, how much can I explore in that sense, and how much can I explore when I change the actual setup of the game? Okay. So talk about in, let's talk about internally first, real, real quick, because you were talking about um, actually no, you talk about corporations. That's external. The, sure, in your terminology. Yeah. But but you could be the same corporation, and I've played the same corporation multiple times, and I mm -hmm. you know I'm drawing different cards, so I'll try to build a different engine with that corporation. Correct. So that that works. I mean, granted, some are would work better than others, depending on what your corporation you know skill is. But I think because that the main thing is that project deck is so huge. I'm not sure how many cards are on it exactly. Probably like close to 200. Or... There's a lot, but I feel like every time you always seem to get all the money. <laughs> so I don't know Fair what's enough. going on there. Hmm. <laughs> Good thing I manage our finances. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think there's a lot, like what you're calling internal exploration, playing the same setup? Not not a ton. Because okay, if you, where I'm at. yeah, because I think the corporation you pick is going to strongly push you towards a certain strategy. Like there's one corporation that has very good at doing heat stuff. And so you'll be definitely focused on those cards. I don't know why you would not focus on that when you've got this built-in well, I mean, special power. you could be drawing, you know, you could be not getting what you need. And that's then you true. have to problem solve and figure out a way to make it work. That's true. That's, that's fair. But, you know, another workaround of, this, of that is you just keep playing the research phase card and try to keep getting more and more. Anyway. Right. Yeah, and, and I think that's I think that's what it comes down to because you are always doing the same thing as a victory condition in this game, meaning I'm always raising temperature. I'm always increasing oxygen level. I'm always creating oceans, right? Uh, those three things have to happen. And get, and get victory points. Now, the victory points does change. There's different ways you can get those. That's cool. But you're kind of doing the same three other things throughout the game. So there's not a lot of internal exploration in that sense. Um, how you go about it within the cards you draw on the deck does change that. So that's where it, that's where it excels, I'd say. But if I was playing the same corporation... Um, more than twice in a row, I would, I would burn out of You'd it. You'd say, okay, I'm good. I'm good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, on that sense, though, I've played a corporation and I've lost. I'm like, no, I know I can win with this and I'm going to make it work. So yeah. then, it, again, it's that type of, what type of player are you? Or the Correct. one that's like, this is, the point of this game is to be challenged and find a solution. And not necessarily, for me... It, I don't really care what corporation it is or that's anything fair. like that. That's fair. Yeah, so that's that. That's one strategy. And the other one we found out is playing cooperatively. It's nice to have someone focus on oxygen, focus on temperature, for example. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer, exactly. So so you have a little bit there. Even if you're saying corporation, you might need to, like, okay, I'll do heat and oceans this time, as opposed to heat and a little bit of oxygen or whatever it is. Yeah. Or but even points. if you were playing competitively, you would still want... You still have to terraform the planet. Correct. So. Correct. I don't know exactly where I was going with that, but you know, I don't think it's. <laughs> okay. I mean, you still divide and conquer in a sense of the competitive mode. I would imagine. Again, I haven't played that one with you, but right. you're getting to the same end goal. Right. Yeah. So that's and then the external one we talked about is the really only difference in setup is your corporation. 
at this point in the game. Yeah. So. There's it has a little bit. It's enough. It's enough. It does feel different. There's a good number of them. There are promos that we don't have. That's almost sad. I hope I can find it eventually. But there's a bunch of different. Let me put these over there. Uh, they don't have it turned on. Oh no, close up camera today, Stephen. No, no close up camera today. Yeah. So here is the different one. So like this guy and this guy. <laughs> Very descriptive. Yeah. So this go. It's like okay, if I had this card, I'd probably go for you know heat production. They... And here's environmental production. So it's yeah. They give you different starting icons and different starting money and different abilities. You can do so it does change it change how you approach the game for sure but there's not that is the only thing i, I think there, it would be nice to have a little bit more variety in there and i know they're coming out with the expansion at some point so we'll look at that but um it's it's still good i mean we played it i don't know three times back to back at night and played it multiple nights in a row because we were just hooked on it so it's not a problem but i think the combination like looking at one individually isn't a lot in internal external exploration but the combination of them is enough say for replayability for replayability yeah it's <laughs> enough enough to check that box yet yeah this is replayable right so yeah i think so i think so too okay let's jump up to the beginning a little bit i want to take care of the setup and tear down of this game because this game because those there's not many components in the, in the box it's pretty quick to set up it's super quick you just take these things out and open them up and you're done well that is specifically with the collector's edition Oh yes. Otherwise, you have baggies. Baggies are fine, right? No, but these these put are the nice. Bags out. Yeah, exactly. It's then not you shuffle big. the cards and deal them out, and wham, bam, thank you, man. Yeah, really, really fast. I and teardowns pretty quick too, honestly. But I still have you do everything anyway. It's true. true I shuffle the cards. I do shuffle. I'm Kim shuffler. is an excellent shuffler. You will put you put a deck in front of her, and she'll just keep shuffling. You have to tell her to stop shuffling. Yeah, the only reason I'm not is because I know the mic will pick it up. <laughs> so. Yeah, so sub down super fast, huge pro on this one, like it a lot. Um, art and components, uh, I the man the dual dual layered boards, highly recommend that in this game. Because, in the deluxe version, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, so there there's all those little spots of spaces for the cubes because I was we were playing with the. It's not I know it's not <laughs> okay. the retail version. Um. Where we had instances where you like bumped the table and your cubes just slid around. You didn't know, was that a five or a six or something? It makes a huge difference having these tracks that hold those cubes in place because there's a lot going on already. It's easy to forget. I don't know if it's a huge difference. It's a nicety, I think, for me. After playing with it, I do like it a lot mm -hmm. more, but it's a nicety. The other, you know, base version of it, it's. it's works just it right. works that's true it but works you're right these are it's a higher quality component yeah and the other one's what just cardstock yeah, yeah. cardstock's fine and it's, it's just fine. but uh not having things move around was a big thing because i you know fumbled something around my son comes by what are you doing boom bumps the table and the cubes move a little bit like no which one was which <laughs> and because all the cubes are reused like is was this a a money cube or is yeah, this it's a all, heat cube they're all the same so not those cubes it's the ones underneath there. These ones. Yes, but also, like, if this was on my track. Oh, true, true. Yep, yep. Yeah. So. That's true. But, yeah, so that one is a big one. And then the arts. Art's pretty good. I don't have any issues with arts or components in this game at all. Mm -mm. So, we just leave the cards because this one's a keeper for us. But uh, I don't know if you need to leave them. They're, they're good. They're good enough. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's keep going. What other things we're talking about? Playtime. So the box says 45 minutes to an hour. I think that's probably close to being accurate. 
I think that's I think right. We've probably had games that go over an hour just because we have a especially cooperation. There's a lot of discussion going on, especially early on because they're like, "Ooh, what's this card mean exactly?" Because of the the cards themselves, they do a good job with iconography and words to describe what you need to do. But there's still a lot to look at and analyze. What is your best decision or how best to play your given hand? So I think it, your first turn, your first few games will be longer for sure. But I think we've gone down an hour. Yeah, it's very feasible. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, good play time. I don't have any concerns. For me, sweet spot for games is 90 minute max. Like I, I will play games all day long, but like 90 minutes means I can get into play on a weekday or something. It's, it sees more play because it's not so long. I don't it's have not to... as big of a commitment. Exactly. Time-wise. Exactly. Because again, life. Life. Yep, yeah. Life happens. <laughs> so yeah, very happy with playtime in this one. Rules weight. So this is how difficult it is to explain the game or understand the game. And this one, I'll probably list it as like low to medium. It's pretty easy. This was pretty easy to pick up. And I think you, you touched it already. The iconography mm-hmm. is very clear. And once you, you know, realize what that actually means, it's, it's, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty I probably just say low in the rule size. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Like, you can throw the board in front of people, explain the basic concept, and just explain the card, how to read it, and, and you're pretty good to go. Yeah, I think it's easy to pick up as you go. I mean, Correct. you're going to look at these cards and be like, WTH, but, <laughs> right. you know, one quick explanation, you're like, okay, and then it's just an experiment for that first game, and then by game two, maybe maybe game three, I think you'll, you'll get it down. Yeah, so definitely very, very nice on that science factor. Um, gameplay weight is like, how how nuanced how how nuanced are your decisions in the game? How many decisions do you have in the game? And this one I would say is on the medium to heavy side. I want to say it's heavy game. I'd probably say just medium. I would say. Um. You think it's more on the heavy side? No. You think it's lighter? I, I think it's medium. I, I think medium's fair. good. I think medium. Um. Because when I think gameplay weight, I always you know think to myself, how hard do I want to think? Right. And do I want to be easily frustrated or something and this i mean it's hard and right. sometimes like it can be it can get frustrating if it's like i need this particular card you know curses but yeah i'd say medium i don't think it's particularly you know, you're trying to get your engines to work yes and figure out that strategy but i think there are other more complicated games out there definitely definitely but there's, there's enough decisions where i'm engaged the whole time i'm playing i don't feel like that's a problem and i think the intricacies of the play itself is are very very fun as well yeah and i think the other thing to wait too is that your choices and what you're actually doing is very repetitive and true and that kind of lowers that rank for me that's true because once you have your engine in place you kind of want to execute the engine mm-hmm. a bunch uh, whatever the engine it happens to be it could be like a production and then actions that's a common one but you could have research, for example, be part of the engine or something else. Yeah, and like you're, you play your face card, you know what you're mm-hmm. going to do, and it's very, like, your sequential steps. Right, right. So. Yeah, very pleased with the, the gameplay weight on this one, for sure. Uh, the last one to talk about is value. Like, for the cost, for the experience, is it worth it to buy? This is probably the one that people are most interested in hearing. And I think this one, what, Collector's Editions is around $40, I would say, was it? 35 no, I think it was like 40 or 40 Because I got it at the local game store. So, you know, support those guys. <laughs> so I think it was... I don't remember. 
I think it was 40 or 45 Regardless, it's under 50 bucks is what I'm getting at. And I think for a, a great game under 50 bucks like this, totally worth it. It's an easy recommend from a value standpoint for, for me. You'll get a lot of plays out of it. If that's the type of player you are. Again, correct, correct. If you're like, here's a challenge, I beat it, I've conquered the challenge, I don't have to play all these other situations that could be in that, then borrow it is what I would say. Well, I mean, it's a good point. Like, it took us... 10 plays about to actually win the game and playing a game 10 times for under 50 bucks i think it's a pretty good value in, in the industry like honestly i would say most people play a game five times or less so hitting 10 at least in our situation that was 10 was was good was worth it okay but, i can understand that but i mean for us too we are totally fine with oh we beat the game let's play it again and not necessarily change anything it was just fun but but it the experience, the path, the journey is is enough for us to replay the game, not necessarily the need to check that box for a victory. Is what it comes down to it. Yeah. I know some people that's not they they might have a little bit different balance on that. Where like I need to I need to keep playing this until I win. When I win, I can move on to the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. um, but for us, it's that's not necessarily the case, which provides more value in this this situation that uh, might not be there for others. Um, and then the retail version is cheaper than that. You can probably it's like thirty or thirty-five bucks. Yeah, I think. at like Target or Walmart or something, which is you might be off by it. like five or ten dollars. It's hard to talk about value because the you know, the cost change and there's obviously sales and everything. But yeah, uh, but yeah, this is at Target, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but not this one. Correct. The deluxe isn't at Target. The well, I say that now, I don't even know. No, I'm pretty sure. Okay. it's not. So, like, the differences in the game is the dual layer board for the deluxe, and then you get these trays for the uh, collector's edition. So, those are the differences for collector's editions. Otherwise, all the cards, um, even the game board, all the pieces, everything else is exactly the same as the retail. So, just those small differences. Um, the Kickstarter version has promos as well, promo cards, if you want to try to find those. Um, sounds like at some point they'll probably become available separately, but that's what I'm looking for when it comes up. Okay. But uh, I expect when the new Kickstarter comes out for the expansion for this, we'll might get an opportunity to get the promos of that as well. But yeah, that is our review of this game. Um, I guess Mars. for Mars. So final thoughts. Anything else you want to share with everyone about this game? Um. Well, you listen as your. Game of the year last year. I did. At a, but again, the re <laughs> it was of new games for that particular year that Correct. we had played, which Correct. again, my pool is very small. Correct. I'm not putting this game down or anything, mm -hmm. but I know when we were talking with all the guys on that review, everyone's like, what the, <laughs> what are you doing, Kim? Um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, no. <laughs> no, this is, I, I'm back I do this really, one. really like it's this a, one. It's really good. I, it's an easy recommend for me, for people. If they like this type of game, like engine building, and want some type of co-op of it, it's great. Again, you keep throwing co-op, it's... There's not, so the problem is for engine building, a game like this, Tableau, there's not a whole lot of co-op choices. Yeah, a lot of them are competitive. It's just like, yeah. take out the other person. Or solo. A lot of solo yes. options. Yes. But it's hard to find a cooperative engine builder. Yeah, and I think... In this style. And I think because of the playtime, it not being terribly long. Right. And like you said, setup, teardown, super easy. I don't feel guilty to leave you with all that. Um, 
I don't think it's ever true <laughs> for any game. It doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes, I guess when we've played like Zombie Side and like the whole table's full, I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go take care of Caleb. <laughs> you got this. I'm sorry, but you know this one's easy. So I think you know for what it is, just a real quick get it to the table game. It's really good. This is one of those games that I would be one to ask to play. Like, there's different levels of like, hey, would you play if asked? Would you not want to? Would you not ever ask to play? Would you Would you want to play it all the time? And this one is one that if I saw it on the shelf, I was with someone I'd be like, you know what? Hey, let's play that game. I really like that game. Um, or I would pull off the shelf myself to like, hey, we haven't played in a while. So this one is going to see that that table a lot more, at least for me, because like I said, fast play time, engaging, and it's it's a lot of fun. Great yeah. fun. Yep. Yeah. But again, I do think we'll go through waves. We will go well through waves. With, with that. Yeah. But I don't think this is ever one that's like, ah, we're totally done with it at some point. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, thumbs up from both of us, right? For this yeah. one? Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Excellent. So thanks for stopping by, watching. If you guys and these live streams, you guys are always welcome to ask any questions you have about how the game plays, you want to see any components or how this works. Uh, we love sharing anything to help you guys out. Okay. That's going to end it for tonight. Um, we'll see you guys at the next stop. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. Check out our YouTube channel at One Stop Co-op Shop. Also, join us for games and discussion on our Discord channel. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash one stop. Or leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week for another Top 5 list.